What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. You are now listening to The Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. What is going on, Philly fans? Welcome to another episode of the Philly Pod brought to you guys by LibertyLine.com. I am your host today, as always, Victor Williams. Be sure to go ahead and follow me on all social media platforms over at the Philly Pod. Want to wish you guys a very happy Memorial Day. Hope you're enjoying all the hot dogs and burgers and sunlight that you can on this long weekend. Long weekends don't come around very often, so be sure you guys uh, go ahead and enjoy that. Joined, as always, by my faithful co-host. You can follow him on all social media platforms at Stephen Conrad Jr. here to join me today to talk more rumors. You know, it's the offseason. It's rumors galore. We got DeAndre Hopkins to talk about. We got a former NFC East quarterback maybe looking to come back to the division. Well, he was already in the division once. He might be running the NFC East circuit at this point. We'll talk about that. And as well as uh, Jalen Hurts being left out of the PFF top five quarterbacks. They put out their rankings and Jalen Hurts is not in the top five. We will go through those ah. names and try to figure out what it is that PFF is thinking. Steven, how's the story? Just got back a few days ago, went down to Seattle. I usually join you. Unfortunately, I had to work this weekend, but we'll uh, we'll get it popping on July 4th. But how was it to get away for a couple of days? Feeling good? It was great. Um, man, the weather was great for a vacation. It wasn't like fantastic beach weather i mean you're able to just hang out for everybody that went down i'm sure you know um the sun did come out though like i definitely yes, me being the white guy here i definitely got burnt but hey that, we call that we call that our base layer the base layer you know yeah. what i mean so good to know thank you for for making it aware of your uh caucasity on this podcast i guess <laughs> if there's new listeners here and you weren't aware of steven's race you made it very clear that why you don't look very burned though you look like you took care of yourself at least for that for the most part you don't look red anyway uh, maybe it's on, uh, yeah, maybe it's it's on your shoulders. My, le- my my legs got burned. It's weird. I don't know. My shoulders, as the half black guy on this podcast, I my shoulders sometimes get, my shoulders sometimes like like peel a little bit. If you don't, uh, you know, be careful with the sunscreen. Hope you guys are being careful down there, enjoying this weather. Uh, like I said, long weekends they come and go. So hope you guys are enjoying that. As always, before we get started, want to shout out our friends, uh, fans of Philly, the premier travel and tailgate company for all Philadelphia sports away games travel can be time-consuming and stressful. Fans of Philly makes it very easy. All you have to do is show up and relax. They have 10-plus years of experience in organizing travel packages that will fulfill your expectations and needs, from hotels to exclusive parties, catered tailgates, game tickets, and more. And they even offer extremely flexible pay-as-you-go payment plans if you can't pay it all at once. So be sure to go to fansofphilly.com, reach out to Joe, get your packages now. All the away games are out. Uh, party with us in Tampa will be there. Go to LA, Seattle, Kansas City, all a whole bunch of trips already available. So be sure to check out fansofphilly.com if you're interested in going to away games this season. So Stephen, last episode we talked about a couple of receivers that the Eagles could, uh, well, not really look into but maybe that might find their way to philadelphia and julio jones and Deshaun jackson but today we have a receiver a newly available wide receiver that is still in his prime as some would say coming off you know uh he had a knee injury missed the last two games of the year missed the first six games of last season due to a suspension but one deandre hopkins is still arguably a top five top seven receiver 
in the NFL. And after a three-year run with the Cardinals, Hopkins was released by the team on Friday and is now on the search for a new home in 2023, the third team of his career. And releasing him, the Cardinals cleared up around $7 million in 2023 cap space they're eating all of his 2022.6 dead cap this year we're very familiar with the dead cap steve mm, uh, i was just gonna say there's somebody i thought know. of who we're gonna be talking about later on this show yep, mm. yep, Scott, we, we, we are very <laughs> we are very um i'm well versed on the uh on what dead money could do to you uh, but deandre hopkins will be off of their books in 2024 so now he is on the move and recently, before his release, Hopkins listed the five quarterbacks he'd love to play with on a recent episode of the I Am Athlete podcast. If you haven't heard it by this point, I don't know where you've been. But in case you haven't heard, the quarterbacks he named in order, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Justin Herbert are the five quarterbacks he would love to play with. So pretty much the elite quarterbacks. I would love to play with an elite quarterback is what DeAndre Hopkins Well, there are some that, haven't, that weren't named. Uh, like Joe Burrow, uh, a certain certain guy in Dallas, you know, that Hopkins didn't necessarily name. So uh, Dallas fans mm. are pretty upset about that. As far as teams that could potentially be interested, per senior NFL reporter Albert mm. Breer, he stated the Cardinals had trade talks with Kansas City and Buffalo, but the contract proved to be too cumbersome. Kansas City made progress, but OBJ's new deal with Baltimore worth $15 million in base salary blew all that up. So the uh, Buffalo's already mm. been sniffing around. The Chiefs have already been sniffing around. You know what Pat Mahomes does to receivers. If Hopkins look for a ring, you know, the Chiefs are always a prime destination. You saw what he did with Juju Smith-Schuster, of all people. Imagine what he could do with uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Travis Kelsey. I'd rather not think about it because a Super Bowl wound is still fresh. But uh, how about we don't send one of the best receivers in the mm. league to Kansas City to, for, to, to, to make them even better. They need so, it. They could certainly use this help. They, they, that, they, that they group. could. They, they could. They, 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 they could certainly. Uh, they, they don't have like an alpha receiver per se, unless you consider Kelsey that he's their top pass catcher there. Uh, but Steven, when you heard the news and you saw the uh, the, the, the links and the, uh, the speculation that DeAndre Hopkins could potentially come to Philadelphia, your thoughts on him, his fit here? Are you remotely interested in having him here in Philadelphia if he chooses to? Of course I am. <laughs> Some people aren't. Some people aren't. You never know. Who would not want DeAndre Hopkins on this team? That's the better question. Are you for real? Yeah. Some people. I mean, some people are just like it doesn't make sense. Some people say he's not a good fit here for what he does. He definitely, you know, probably shouldn't be playing the slot. That's what he fit. would probably. He would. He wouldn't. He would be playing uh, no, no, slot no, no, here. No, 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 Don't do that. The Go Eagles ahead. move their receivers around. They don't see. That's the thing, man. We we sit here and talk about this all the time with the Eagles and the receivers, like who plays slot, who plays outside. They move everybody around, man. I feel like. Devontae should be in the slot. I feel like A.J. Brown should be sometimes. Quez goes in there, even though a few times he was in the slot. There's some plays that happened last year that cost us. Somehow we made it to the Super Bowl, given those. I mean, they were big mistakes that he made. But anyways, let's not talk about it. Every episode, we somehow roast Quez. How did we get to this point already? I'm sorry, Quez. (laughs) You know, the the crazy thing is, I actually loved him when he first got here because he, what was he, a sixth or seventh round pick? And he just exceeded expectations. Still has, by the way. Even with these mistakes, he's exceeded expectations. A sixth, seventh round pick being your wide receiver three on a team that makes it to the Super Bowl. You know, it's pretty good. And he still put up... How many yards did he have last year? He had like about 400, 500 did Quez have last year? Uh, I think it was three. I think it was three. Oh, there's definitely, okay, there's definitely a steep decline. Yeah, definitely oh, a steep decline. to be expected. I mean, so that's the thing here. Um, Obviously, I would be interested in DeAndre Hopkins. Um, Would he... You know, he mentioned Jalen Hurts wanting to play with him, but... By like, name. By name. That's what's important. 
Man, he would be... Um, I mean, I'm sure at this point in his career, he just wants to compete and win championships. A championship. Um, but, man, the opportunity here is is pretty minimal. You have to... You know, there's the, the team-first mentality... I'm not sure exists any more than it does for the Philadelphia Eagles compared to other franchises. Because, man, just think of all the weapons, all the mouths that need to be fed. You got A.J. Brown. You got Devontae Smith, who are both, I would say, number one wide receivers in this league. Devontae may, we'll touch on it. It's going to be an interesting conversation to be had here in the coming coming months and even coming years, by the way, because these guys are under contract now for the Eagles, which is awesome. I don't want to take this for granted. This wide receiver room is probably the best you're ever going to see in your lifetime. And the fact that we're talking about adding DeAndre Hopkins to that room, the room that already exists. We have Dallas Goddard, who's a top, I'd say he's a top three tight end, right? Top three. Yeah, for sure. He has to for be sure. Yeah, all around. Sure. Best offensive line in the league. That running back room now. Holy mm-hmm. smokes. Like, if he comes here, man... I don't know how many targets a game he's going to get. Can't That's be a whole point. lot. That's my point. Is he going to be okay playing third fiddle? Like, he is a former five-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro. Like, he is an alpha receiver. You bring but him hey, in, he's going to there expect There may be, to be a week where he gets more targets, though, than one of those top two guys. Maybe. You never know. Maybe. But now you're going to have to, like, you saw how you saw how AJ was, not calling him a diva or anything by any means, but you saw how he was in the Giants game when he wasn't really a contributor on offense. And whether the, the Eagles were winning by a few scores and AJ was looking frustrated on the sideline. He just wants to compete. Like, and then you bring mm-hmm. Hopkins in here. What does that do for the guys that are already here? We're obviously team first mentality. You want to win a ring. And, uh, but I, I don't know, like, I don't know how it's going to go. And is Hopkins going to be okay playing third fiddle, p- potentially fourth fiddle at times to Dallas Goddard in this offense. Like he's a guy that wants to be featured. He's a guy that wants to get his shares of balls. And, you know, w- remember week one last year, Smitty had no catches. Did he have targets? I don't even know if he had targets yeah, in week one. Yeah, you remember that? But he had zero receptions, and everyone was flipping out like, oh, my God, it's, he's just going to stare at AJ all year. It's going to happen. And then Smitty went off uh, Washington for his career game. I'd so have all to that imagine, stuff. though, man. I'd have to imagine in this scenario if the Eagles are actually considering this. Like, I doubt it, personally. The play, <laughs> oh, you don't think so? I, um, I mean, how he's always swinging for the fences, this might be too big of a swing to, to do Well, that. so... Here's the thing, man. I feel like when you, when you look at when you take a step back and you look at the team needs entering this offseason, obviously a lot have been filled. Um, I would definitely say, just due to his his inconsistency and lack of production in big spots, being Quez Watkins at wide receiver three spot, like you know, if something like this does fall through for the Eagles, like wow, how about Howie Roseman being patient, huh? Like he waited this all out. I feel like this this free agent class of wide receivers wasn't that great. Um, you know, the Odell thing went through it. That seems like, like Baltimore was like kind of banking on that heavily because my God, man, Lamar Jackson has been desperate for help at wide receiver and they finally got it. So it it, it would just be so fitting for something like this to fall through. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but like Howie Roseman just seems to always be one step ahead of everybody. You know, like when everybody was paying some of these free agent wide receivers, all these top dollars, all of a sudden DeAndre Hopkins is available in the middle of the summer, you know? You always uh, you can always uh, get contributors in the later waves of free agency, like they did with James Bradbury. Uh, they almost got him a year ago to the day. Almost they got him the end of May. Now you have Hopkins uh, uh, sitting here, and he's I'm sure he's going to want a contract, probably worth more or around OBJ's his 15 million base salary. So you got to factor that into. I think the Eagles are sitting around 12, 13 million in cap space as it is right now. Do you want to contribute that to a receiver? You already have some guys in here, uh, Alameda, Zacchaeus. Um, you still got Quez, as we all talked about. Quez had 354 yards last season, uh, to your point. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go back 
and check. But like you said, a sixth, a sixth round receiver. Uh, and we remember we drafted John Hightower in the fifth round that year. So and Hightower's not even with the team or in the league. I don't, I don't think for that matter. Yeah, they were so, banking on one of those guys uh, to pan out, obviously. If, yeah, you, we, if one of these guys can 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 give us uh, some speedy some, guys, uh, some contributions, speedy guys. one of the speedy guys. Class. That was also the Jalen Rager draft. Also the Jalen Rager draft. Oh. So that's uh, that's uh, also to be known. PFF made the case uh, in a piece this morning for the Eagles. Uh, to potentially bring him in. They said A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith both produced higher PFF receiving grades than Hopkins a year ago, but the idea of them forming a trio is something that should have Eagles fans very excited. Adding Hopkins to this group would give Jalen Hurts three contested catch monsters to go win the I was ball just going to say, man. Him. So Jalen Hurts like wouldn't even would have to be accurate. So much. Like he, wouldn't, he could just literally throw it. He could throw it downfield, and one of those three guys will be down there. He doesn't well, even have to be even like when the when this area. field shrinks in the red zone, man, like the red zone opportunities, like we're just going to convert seven every time. Like you, we're going to run the ball or somebody's going to make a tough catch in that, you know, contested space. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one thing that could swing all of this, it is now yeah. time. Let me play the music. Uh-oh. We all know that Jalen Hurts is the tribal chief of the Philadelphia Eagles. The one on the Philadelphia Eagles. Do you remember what started... The campaign to bring in AJ Brown. What was the first? What was the first inkling of it? Social media, right? Social media, working out on social media. Sure, and what yeah. is Jalen Hurts doing now? Following DeAndre Hopkins on Instagram. He's following him on Instagram. Oh, this is man. step one. This is step one. And what Jalen Hurts wants, he gets. Jalen Hurts wants black yeah, yeah. pants. He gets black pants. <laughs> he wants black pants. Jalen Hurts wants AJ Brown. He gets AJ Brown. Jalen Hurts wants all his former Oklahoma teammates. They bring in Kakatera. They bring in Charles Rambo. They bring in Trey Sermon. <laughs> Whatever Jalen Hurts wants, he doesn't gets. matter if they suck. And if he wants DeAndre Hopkins, he will be here. He will be here. <laughs> that is true, man. Think about some of the guys that have existed in this building that didn't get what they wanted. Like Doug Peterson wanted certain coaches here. He didn't get that wish. Carson Wentz, I feel like, wanted well, certain things. Well, that's because didn't get that wish. Doug wanted Mike Groh here. He said, let me bring back the guy. Okay, but okay, but what you just <laughs> said, like, okay, I'm not hating whatsoever. I love Jalen Hurts, but like, come on, man. Ground Cal- Calcaterra is fine, but Trey Sermon, what, like some of these guys. Like, <laughs> hey, he like, looked good. Is this Rambo, is this Rambo dude going to even be on the practice squad? He got signed. He got signed. He got signed. He oh, was invited to right. a tryout, and he got signed. He's here. He's here. This is the C. We're talking about bringing in receivers, and now there's, oh, there's receivers. No, I love here. it. I'm just saying. It's funny. He does. He gets we everything. We got Joseph Nada out of Clemson. We got Joseph Nada here. Who needs DeAndre Hopkins when you have Joseph Nada here? I'm Jaylen, saying, Jalen Hurts, AJ, um, what were you saying? You're about to go in. You got something. <laughs> no, I could tell. You, took, you took a giant breath, man. You took a giant breath. Go ahead. No, my mouth was open looking at you, but oh, I was oh. going to say that um, if AJ or Devonta gets hurt, I mean, it's, it could get Yes, okay, that was the point I was going to make. And before I touched on that really quickly, you know what Jalen Hurts following DeAndre Hopkins on Instagram is equivalent to? Educate me, please. You guys know what I'm about to say. You just I know don't, it. honestly. <laughs> when, when that girl finally oh, deletes the pictures on her social page, or maybe mm-hmm. even in the bio, mm-hmm. she's a free soul. Mm-hmm. You slide in there. That a boy, Jalen. Did DeAndre Hopkins delete all his Cardinals pictures? Is he like? Is he like over his ex? Is he like on the on the? He doesn't on the, need to. It, that don't matter. The news <laughs> came out. He said his goodbyes. He said his goodbyes. He said his goodbyes. You know what else makes this intriguing though? List me the quarterbacks that DeAndre Hopkins has played with in his career. He set like career highs in 2015 with guys like Brian Hoyer, like Ryan Mallett, T.J. Yates, Brandon <laughs> Whedon. 
This guy was playing Brandon with, Whedon. This guy was playing with Division three football QB. Yeah, no wonder was, he listed elite quarterbacks. The guy just wants somebody. He's never played with one. The closest one he's had is Kyler, who's only been in the lineup for half the season. So, and he can't see over the offensive line. So, imagine if he had a guy strong. I mean, Jalen Hurts isn't the biggest guy in the world either, but a strong guy that's going to be able to get him the ball downfield. But man, it just—it's a shame because I don't know how attractive. Well, he named him by name, so apparently it's attractive. But I don't know how much DeAndre Hopkins is like. If you sign him to a contract like that, what production would he need to give you to warrant that contract? I mean, you get the ring, and it doesn't matter. But like, yep. if he only has like five, six hundred yards, like, is it worth that contract? That's where that's where how he's gonna have to figure all this out. Figure figure all this out. He's a touchdown machine. I feel like yeah. that's like yeah. that's why I'm not getting paid to make these decisions. <laughs> That's why we don't make these decisions. If I was to put a percentage on it, I'd say probably 15% chances have. <laughs> well, just think, man. There was a point in time when we were paying Alshon Jeffrey on one leg 15 mil a year. Yeah. yeah. So. Remember when Alshon sold that one? I forget who we were oh, playing against. He, 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 he was selling Browns. passes. Yeah, and he was selling passes. And then the minute Jalen Hurts gets in the lineup, <laughs> he's catching touchdowns. And we were all like, bro, <laughs> you didn't do yeah. this all year. Now Jalen Hurts gets in the lineup. Deshaun Jackson's catching bombs. Alshon Jeffrey's getting you something. Oh, man, these guys didn't really want to play with Carson Wentz. Speaking Mm. of Carson Wentz, we were going to get to it. Great transition. The NFC circuit for Carson Wentz might continue. The NFC East circuit might continue. He just left the Commanders. He's still a free agent, and he recently said that he's open to either a startup or a backup role. News for you, buddy. It's going to be a backup role. It might be a QB3 role. I don't know what you talk about starting for, but I uh, I respect the hustle. I expect you trying. But in a recent article from Blogging the Boys, Jess Haney laid out three reasons why the Dallas Cowboys might consider bringing in Carson Wentz as their backup. Now, as of right now, backup QB doesn't appear to be a need for Dallas. They still have Cooper Rush on the roster, and he proved himself as a quality QB, two last season. He went 4-1 as a starter. He threw five touchdowns with three interceptions. He is a good stopgap. He can get you some wins if Dak Prescott goes down. He proved that. But the three reasons that Dallas listed on why they should pursue Carson Wentz, number one, NFC East familiarity. Understood. Played for the Eagles. He was just with the Commanders. The familiarity is there. Reason number two is talent. Questionable at best what talent is left. Still hasn't recovered from that concussion when Clowney spiked him into the turf. I still don't think he's fully recovered from that. And the third reason is Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy, the new the guy who's going to have to run the offense now because Steven Kellen Moore isn't there anymore. Kellen Moore isn't there to spearhead that offense that puts up 500 yards a game. He's no longer there. And if you're putting the offense in the hands of a guy who costed, who wasted the prime of Aaron Rodgers and is doing the same currently with Dak Prescott, I don't know why you would list that as a reason for why Carson Wentz should come here and be the backup to the Dallas Cowboys. Now, as Dallas haters, we'd be all for it. If you want to throw Dallas into the lineup and have Jordan Davis swallow him up like he did last year, uh, pause, like he did last year for Washington uh, uh, when Carson Wentz was in Washington. Remember when they had negative two yards of offense for like the first half of that entire game. So this is the reasoning that they labeled out for why Wentz will work in Dallas. Blogging the boy says, Wentz, is, Wentz style is a guns. Wentz style. Wait, how did, how did she write this? Wentz style is a gunslinger with hero ball complex is something McCarthy knows very well from oh his boy. days in Green Bay. Both Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers were these types of players, albeit more successful than Wentz. And that would make McCarthy an interesting coach and play caller for him if he ever did have to play. McCarthy's increased influence on offense after Kellen Moore's departure will bring more West Coast principles, which is the same style that Wentz played in his best days with the Eagles. So not only does Wentz bring in more natural talent to the table than Cooper Rush and Will Greer, 
that he could be better suited for running the latest version of the Cowboys offense. Now, Steven, remind me, was that a West Coast offense that the Eagles ran in 2017? <laughs> don't think uh, it was. was I it? don't know what that was. I don't I don't I don't know if it was. And even if he was somewhat successful, he was never like suited for it. Like he wasn't that was like Nick Foles got in there and made that thing run like well, a you machine. said 2017? Yeah, was that West Coast? Would you consider that a West Coast offense? I mean, I'm sure if we're going to be like geeks about it, it, I'm sure technically it was like a version of it, but that's not what I think of when I think of that offense. Yeah, that's not right. And that's certainly not what I think of when I think of Carson Wentz. <laughs> so that's yeah. I don't think how that works. But your thoughts on him potentially going to another NFC East rival, which means he'll end up on the Giants at some point. He'll play for all four. But if Carson Wentz signs with the Dallas Cowboys, where's your head at? As well, a former Wentz super fan. <laughs> that would officially end the Wentz versus Dak debate, I feel like, if he's backing up Dak Prescott. Did I that, mean, did, did that, you can't did make this did up. Did that debate not end like three years ago? <laughs> no, it did. It did. I didn't want to give up that debate at the time. Mm. But could you imagine? Like, you can't make this up. There's no way this happens, right? There's just no way. There's no way Carson Wentz will be the Dallas Cowboys backup quarterback. There's just no way. I can't believe it. I feel like Carson Wentz, like he's had plenty of experience in the West Coast system. I just don't think he's ever truly looks like comfortable in it. Like great timing. Well, what on kind routes. of system do you want to put him in? I don't, I don't know. No, no system really works for him. He can't be coached, as we all know. He's like he's not very coachable. Great timing on routes, anticipation, consistent yeah, but accuracy. They, they got a lot of weapons over there in Dallas. They they run the football. Yeah, but I'm saying what you need. So so the, so the print. What are the principles of a West Coast offense? Great timing on routes, right? Anticipation, consistent accuracy. You need all three of those things. Now, CeeDee Lamb can run a hell of a route. I'll give him that. Consistent mm-hmm. accuracy, Carson Wentz does not have. Anticipation, he certainly doesn't have anymore. So I don't know what Dallas would even consider. I don't even know if they are considering it. This was just a blog that we came across. But I didn't Dallas, know Dallas ran a West Coast offense. I don't know what Dallas ran. I don't know what kind of offense. They just they just bomb it downfield, and, 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 that's, and, that, and that's the way it goes. But hey, if they want to do it, if they want to sign Carson Wentz and they want to, they want to entertain that after watching what he wasn't able to do for Philadelphia for so many years, uh, minus mm-hmm. you know Sons 2017, then that is on them. But I think they're very secure with Cooper Rush in the backup role, and I think that they are going to be fine if they just uh, do that. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to eleven grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Having a versatile, high-quality piece of clothing feels great. But having a whole closet full of favorites feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code staple two zero. So, Steve, and that brings us to a point that you wanted to make last podcast. We talked about PFF's top 10 QB rankings. Well, they recently actually put out a list of uh they did like their their rankings their annual rankings of all 32 quarterbacks and their top 10 or their top five rather is without Jalen Hurts these are the top five quarterbacks I'll I'll just read off the top 10 and then I'll, I'll have you give me your thoughts right there for PFF number 10 they have Dak Prescott number nine Kirk Cousins number eight Trevor Lawrence 
Number seven, Jalen Hurts. Number six, Lamar Jackson. Number five, Aaron Rodgers. That's the shocker to me. Number four, Justin Herbert. Number three, Joe Burrow. Number two, Josh Allen. Number one, Patrick Mahomes. So Jalen Hurts at number seven behind guys like Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson and Justin Herbert. Your thoughts on said list? (laughs) I mean, I just don't understand how he's behind Lamar, who has pretty much no postseason success. Hurts had more postseason success in one one postseason than Lamar has his whole career. And remind me, remind me what Justin Herbert did in this past postseason. What did he accomplish? One of the biggest Blue chokes in playoff record history. Breaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tell you what. Mm. I mean, if you want to make the argument he's better talent wise, sure. But I don't think it's what people. It's not. It's not what people think it is. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't understand. I mean, it's whatever. We know the truth here in Philly. It's just frustrating to me that this is what they, you know, what they spit out. I mean, it is PFF. Uh, you know, it's not gospel in my opinion. Shouldn't be gospel. Well, yeah. I mean, this is this is for people who put stock into PFF, PFF yeah. and their grades. They have some good metrics that I like to use, but obviously they can be very off. I would agree with, with analytics. Uh, Trevor Lawrence being above Kirk and Dak Prescott, though. I do agree with that. Yeah, I do very much agree with that. I'm surprised Kirk is top ten, but maybe this is a uh, regular season. <laughs> is this what they're using? The I shocker don't get to me, that, I'll, I'll say the shocker to me is Aaron Rodgers. PFF's reasoning for Aaron Rodgers being number five, two spots ahead of Jalen Hurts. He says we are, what they say rather, we are only a year removed from Rodgers coming off back-to-back MVP seasons, but at 39 years old, any downturn in performance inevitably raises questions about whether this is the beginning of the end. The New York Jets should have a better supporting cast than Rodgers had last year in Green Bay, and he will know the offense, so I expect it to be a bounce-back season for the veteran. So they're just banking on the potential of him executing that Jets offense to perfection with guys like Garrett Wilson. He has his friends Lazard and Cobb and all these other guys there. And yeah, then I guess they'll try. They did really get rid of Elijah Moore, so they got they got him out of there. He was he was kind of a downer for them last year. He didn't want to be there. Uh so 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 that's what they're banking on. Aaron Rodgers. If it was up to me, if you had if you had to rank rank the quarterbacks top five, how what order would you go in? I mean, like when I sit here and look at this. All right, I better could... better question. Better question. How many quarterbacks are above Jalen Hurts? How about that? I hate to do this. One, maybe two. And, and it's who's not the Josh well, it's obviously so. So I think we'll agree that Patrick Mahomes is, is above Jalen Hurts. He's firmly at one. I can make the argument for Joe Burrow second and Jalen Hurts third. I could make that. That's, argument. Where, that's where I was going. I don't I think can make that I argument. Think Josh Allen's fourth now. I think he. Fell I can off make that argument for Josh Allen, and then I will put Justin Herbert at five because I do like Justin Herbert, and his 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 tangibles are ridiculous like throwing power like he's he is crazy he has to win some stuff I'm, eventually mm. gonna have to win big games <laughs> down the road i might put rogers above herbert right now ah uh, mm, what I, I don't, yep one spot just for now he's got to do something man i'll put i'll put that i'm with you i'm with you but rogers is just on the decline i don't think we're that's gonna fine get that doesn't rogers matter to me so rogers you would take so so rogers right now is right better now. Than Justin herbert as of right now as of 2023 and rogers is better than justin herbert i'm taking him that's wild. That's wild for you to say. Where's Lamar fit in all this? You're saying Aaron Rodgers is better than Lamar Jackson? You can't yep. say that. Oh my god. Oh. PFF yeah, did, not... so I'll do it too. <laughs> you well, you can well, PFF can get away with a lot. I'm having I put I put Lamar ahead of Aaron Rodgers, to be honest. I'll put Lamar ahead of Aaron Rodgers. I'll have how Aaron Rodgers. How is Lamar ahead? Oh, you have Lamar and Herbert. Never mind. Yeah, they're both they're both ahead of Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, Lamar Jackson's a former MVP. He's coming off consecutive injury seasons, which is which is the issue and changing yep. offensive so he's schemes. Got, he's got to drop a couple, just like Herbert's dropping 
one well, go, what's life. going against Aaron Rodgers is he is changing offensive schemes for the first time pretty much in his in his career but I think he'll still he's still yeah, so Lamar what happens Jackson. if he balls out he puts up MVP numbers who Lamar Just say you were wrong no Rodgers Oh, well, I mean, I have he high expectations a, for the Jets. I have the high expectations for the Jets this year, but too. I'm saying, like, strictly from the as a quarterback, like, just strictly them take the rosters out of it, which is might go against Jalen Hurts because they have a fantastic roster. Or it could roster. just be a Russell Wilson situation where we thought that team was going to be funny like you the say heavyweight that. champs. And, it's funny you yeah. say that because I was screaming from the mountaintops last season that Russell Westbrook was, uh, I mean, Russell, Russell, Wilson. <laughs> Russell Wilson is a is still a top five quarterback. I was screaming that. From the mountaintops last season, yeah, boy, did he fall off? That, huh? We saw what, literally what a fall, what a fall from grace. So, uh, if any of you want to know how accurate my quarterback takes are, there you go. I was mm. woefully wrong. On, hey, on remember that. this. Remember this. I said Rogers is what did I say four. Did I say four. You tell me. Uh, five. I think I, I said five. So it'd be Mahomes one, mm-hmm. Burrow two, Hurts uh-huh. three, Josh Allen four, Rogers five. That's amazing. okay. I have I have Mahomes one. Burrow to Hertz three. Give me Josh Allen four. Herbert five. Lamar six. Aaron Rodgers seven. That's how I would do it. That's mm. how I'll do it. Kirk, I don't care about Dak. I don't care about Trevor Lawrence. I would have at eight. I think that's a good spot for him. I think I'll have Trevor at eight. Um, eleven through fifteen for PFF. Tua at eleven. Matt Stafford at twelve in the top half. What? I know he just won a ring recently, but I think Matt Stafford is cooked to oblivion. I think it's over for him. Deshaun Watson at 13. That's another quarterback to see if he can have a resurgence. He should climb into that eight area. He needs to get there. Deshaun? Yeah, maybe. Uh, also, um, uh, there's a rumor going around that Hopkins may be open to reuniting with uh, Deshaun Watson over Ooh. in Cleveland. So that's I, I'd actually like that. I'm rooting for the Cleveland. D-Hop Browns. and uh, Amari Cooper, that, that'd, be, that'd, be, uh, that'd, that'd be all right. And then you have Geno at 15. And then Jared Goff at 16. So that's a good that rounds out the top half. I like the way that ends. Gino, I think, I think Seattle's going to be very good this year. I've said that numerous times. And Jared Goff, who's played uh very well last season. So Detroit's gonna give it one more go uh with him. So that is interesting as that's well. One guy, one, wait, one guy Goff? that I think is too far. Yeah, Goff is Goff is 16. See, and you could make the argument when I look at this that he's right there in the conversation with Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott. Oh. I would. I'm serious. I actually think yeah. they're disrespecting Goff a little bit. You know who I think they're disrespecting? Justin Fields, who's 18 in this list. He should be top. I think mm. he should be top 12. I think oh. he's like the third best NFC quarterback at this point. Like it might oh be. Well, he's got to earn fourth. that, dude. He's got to earn that. Hurts. Hurts. Well, look at the list. Well, I guess however you want to deal with Stafford. I don't know your view. What about uh, Stafford? Trey What's Lance. Trey, okay, <laughs> you lost it. <laughs> I took you serious for a split second. <laughs> I took you serious for a second there. Uh, but NFC quarterbacks, it's Hurts. You can interchange Dak and Geno, however you want to do that, and that is Justin Fields. Like, he's fourth. There's nobody else. Man. You can argue about Matt Stafford. Y'all got to stop your view? disrespecting What's your God. view on Matthew Stafford? What's your view on Matthew Stafford? He's old and cooked. Yeah, he's done. Okay. You you just, you just like golf? You're a Jared Goff guy? Well, I just don't get what he does that's so much worse. Than Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott. I mean, this guy went to the Detroit Lions, the dumpster fire Detroit Lions, and made them relevant last year. I mean, I, I know there's a bunch of cultural change and everything. I think the Lions should have made the playoffs last year. The Lions would have been a very fun and he playoff team out. last year. And over Dolph the Bucks, he made it in that last spot. The Bucks, he balled out. Where Brady like gave up pretty much in the end. Julio Jones did score in that game, by the way. People have been. I'm, look, I'm not saying I'm a golf fan whatsoever, but like, I just don't get like, like he's fine. And so is Dak Prescott. He's fine. Kirk Cousins is fine. But why is it that he's like seven spots behind those two guys? I would I would almost argue I'd rather have Goff just because 
the jury or whatever you want to say that the the perception of Dak Prescott and Kirk Cousins is they're going to fold every single year. At least with golf, they started writing him off after like he kind of came back down to earth after his first couple of years in the NFL. Like he's kind of like an underdog now. So what I'm saying is I'd rather have that guy leading my franchise. Would you take Jared Goff over Daniel Jones? Yes. Okay. I was just curious. And Justin Fields. Oh, you're taking Jared Goff over <laughs> Justin Fields, yo? No, right now, right now, what the right f- now. What? No, dude, he, see, Fields has got to. Did you watch it, Justin Fields last year? Did you? Yes, watch him? he is oh a God, great he a running back. Did you? Did you watch the game I'm against kidding, the I'm Eagles? Kidding. No, I, I do. Like, I, no, oh, no, you're no, pulling I do. that after everything we've been here with Jalen Hurts. <laughs> you right, pull that? I did. No, no, no. You want to know why? Yeah, you want to know why? Do you want to know why? No, I don't. An entire summer, you were a part of it. An entire summer, I had to sit here and listen to people like. Hey, good luck with your running back playing quarterback next year. Good luck. Hey, we got to the Super Bowl and he almost won MVP and he went toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes. So now is my turn to do this for a summer. Chicago, I hope your running back figures out how to play quarterback. Didn't you make a video of why Bears fans should be excited about just a field? <laughs> Didn't you? Isn't there a YouTube video right now? <laughs> yeah, one thousand percent. I play both sides here. I'm not one of those. We can't. We can't. We See, this can't, is why you guys need to listen to the Philly, the Philly pod. We present all sides here. We don't do this thing where we, you know what I mean, only cover one side of the story. Like you know, you know what I mean? like you know how much not not to cut you off. I'm looking at this list. You know how much Russell Wilson has fallen off the fucking cliff because they have oh Ryan Tannehill who might not even be on the nah, Titans roster. That's bad. Starting the season ahead of Russell Wilson, like that is all right. That's bad. Russell Wilson was was very bad. You want to hear my my hot take for since we're talking about quarterbacks? You want to hear my hot take before we uh before wait real quick? Did you want Carson? Was it was it right to take Wentz over Jared Goff in the in the draft? Oh, are we really doing this? <laughs> I'm, just really I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, okay. we're not. We're not. We're not. We're not. All right, I got a hot take. Ready? My hot take. It's 49ers related. Oh boy. My hot take regarding the quarterbacks is that <laughs> by the time. The Eagles play the 49ers in week 13 or whatever week it is, sometime in December. Mac Jones will be the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers. That is my hot take. That is my hot take. The Patriots are going to be done with him. Belichick already doesn't like him. They're talking about Bailey Zappi over there in Massachusetts right now. I think Mac Jones gets traded. He's going to go to the 49ers, and he will be the starting quarterback. No Trey Lance. Why do they want Mac Jones? Because he fits that system, and he'll make stuff good. We're not doing this trade. They're, they're out on Trey Lance. They're trying to sell us on Sam Darnold that he could potentially start. I think Brock Purdy won't even play this year. They're saying that he might, might not play at all. He might not Damn, be we ended that man, enough huh? to play this season. Hassan Reddick did not only end the season, he might have ended that man's – well, I don't want to say that. That's bad. Oh. Like he, he might have he might have took him out for a season. I don't. Uh, it's a shame, though, honestly. Reddick like, caused him significant like career injury. Like That's – that's that's unfortunate. But hey, the 49ers got what they wanted because the league announced this this rule where now they can have a third active quarterback that like what 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 is the rule? They can have a third active quarterback now that won't take up a roster spot or they can have a third emergency quarterback now. So I'm sure that all we had to do why didn't we get this when uh when Wentz got spiked into oblivion and we had Josh McCown out there on a fucking half a hamstring and we had to watch that but what did we do we didn't whine i don't know how we got back on on this topic but we didn't whine we didn't bitch and moan about it we said all right we lost what are we gonna do we need a better backup bam drafted jalen hurts and now he's here so that's how that all went down but that was the mindset it was right after that postseason Wentz got taken out the game josh mccown got hurt and had to play hurt and they needed a better backup and that's why they drafted jalen hurts at the time they didn't envision all this or or maybe they did Maybe they did, but that's how it happened. The 49ers couldn't just bite their tongue and say, hey, we didn't block Reddick. We didn't come in with a good game plan. We got fucking 
blown up at the line of scrimmage and we lost. Now they had to whine and complain and this and that. And now Hassan Reddick forced the league to make a rule where quarterbacks can now have emergency quarterbacks. So good for the 49ers for winding their way out of that. I'm not going to lie. I think it's kind of cringe, that whole thing you just brought up about Mac Jones and him going there. That's cringe to me. Oh, dude, that's called a hot take for a reason. You have any hot takes? Before no, no, no. I'm not here? saying you're you cringe it? for that. I think it's You call me cringe. It's fucked up. No, no, no. I'm calling them cringe because it's like they try so hard. I hate like coaches that think they're better, like they're above everything and getting like superstar talent and all this stuff, thinking that like, look, Mac Jones is fine. That's another guy. He's fine. Would not want him as my franchise quarterback. No, definitely, definitely not. But hey, can make some things happen for the 49ers. That's my hot take. I think they ship him out of here. I think the 49ers probably, Trey Lance probably gets hurt again. Brock Purdy's not ready. Sam Donald's not showing you anything. What we going to do is trade for Mac Jones. Although they did trade a lot for Trey Lance, a lot. Mm. So you think they wouldn't give up on him right away. You know you know what's a shame? The Titans giving up a Malik Willis, who I would be very yeah, excited to have that. as a QB3 before we drafted Stonebrook Tanner McKee over here. Um, so I would have liked him as QB three Malik Willis gave him Robert. The Titans gave him Robert Woods as your WR one and said, go make something happen. He looked ass and now they're shipping him out and they drafted. Did, did they draft Hendon hooker? Is that the quarterback they, they took? I think, I think uh, they did. Uh, so they went, went ahead and drafted him and now Malik Willis and Hendon hooker are sitting in the QB room. Like, dude, I don't know what the, just a whole bunch of quarterbacks. All of us are sitting here. So that's it. That's a shame. Oh, he, Oh, Hendon hooker went to the lions. Mm. Who did the who did the who did the Titans draft? Did they not draft maybe, a quarterback? Maybe they didn't draft one. Did they not draft a quarterback? They definitely drafted one. I remember I remember seeing it. I remember seeing it. Henda Hooker went to the Lions. Oh, Will Levis. Oh, Will Levis. That's right. Okay, they drafted Will Levis. Yeah. Well, Malik Willis is really out of there now. Will Levis. Yeah. Fucking, <laughs> yeah. How could I not think Will Levis was the one that was supposed to go fucking in the first round and he didn't? He didn't go. I, I remember this because I had a bet for five quarterbacks to go in the first round, and I was like, Hendon Hooker might sneak into the first round. Will Levis didn't even get taken. So so that was a no um, right there. Yes, Will Levis, good find, good find by you. Um, so, yeah, so sad story for Malik Willis. I would have taken him as QB3 here, um, but apparently they see something in Tanner. Wasn't Malik Willis have a, a first-round pick? How does that happen? Uh, second. That quickly. I think, he, I think second. Second round. He was speculated as a first-round pick. But, hey, maybe people aren't watching a lot of Liberty games because that's where he went to school. <laughs> so that that is uh, that. We're going to have a heated QB3 battle in camp between Ian Book and freaking Tanner McKee. So get ready. All right. You think you think now is the dog days. Wait till we talk about freaking training camp battles and we talk about QB3 battles. Um, do you have any hot takes, an NFL hot take before we get out of here? I shared mine. Is there any super hot one, any team you're riding, anything you think is out of the ordinary that has the potential of happening next season? Get it out early in May so that we can come back here and come back to it if it happens. I feel oh, man. Every, every time, time I look at this. Statements like this. Go ahead. Every time I think of this New York Jets team, there's two things that keep popping into my mind. I think they are going to meet these very high expectations that are placed on them. And then there's also a part of me that thinks it could be not as bad as the Denver Broncos situation, but a disappointment, a letdown. And I, every time I look at them, they just give me, they give me chargers vibes, a really good team. That's going to be in the mix, but I just don't know, man. I just don't know. I love Aaron Rodgers too, but like for some reason, man, 
Even your him. Hot take, your hot take is that the Jets flame out with Aaron Rodgers. What you're saying? Yeah, they scare me, and I see a lot of media really pushing them. Like, there's this, a lot to. of media. No, 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 there's a no lot option. of them have them as the second Rogers. best team in the AFC. Though, yes. I'm like, man, I don't because know. Because it's like, Aaron Rodgers. I think you forget based on what we talked about with the quarterbacks. I think you truly forget how good Aaron Rodgers is. No, I don't forget how good I'm talking. It's a team. Do. It's a it's a team sport. The team it's is a, good too. The team is fantastic. I know, but I'm I'm just saying, man. I don't know. I'd be very careful. What's your What's your win projection for them? How many wins? For, for the Jets. 11, if it's 12. under double digits, 12? Oh, that's not flaming 11, out. That's good. 11, 12? 11. I've got 11, 11. Okay, they make the they make the divisional round and lose. That's not, that's not, that's not. Yeah, but out. some people are saying they're going to like straight up be the challengers. Is this Super, so it's Super Bowl or bust for the Jets? Yes. It should be. Okay. And yeah. you have a 39-year-old Aaron Rodgers. He's there for what? He's there for what, two years? I mean, obviously, you know, they want progress, right? Progress. Aaron Rodgers signed a two-year, was it a two-year deal with was the Jets? It? I forget the look up that contract, but I forget how often. Yeah, if you play, if you make I don't really have any run, other hot takes right now. You have to ask. Yeah, me that's why my Mac Jones was. That's what, if he ends up a 49er, oh my god, nothing's gonna be as good as you uh, claim. Uh, I'm speculating that Gainwell will go to the Eagles. And they actually took that man just because that never happens in, in draft projections. Like yeah, that is of nuts. them actually taking your guy. What's Aaron Rodgers' contract? Did you find it? What did uh, he sign with the What did he sign with the Jets? They just straight up traded him though. They traded him. So is he still on his deal? His current deal? Maybe he didn't agree to a new one. I don't know if he I think agreed. it's just one year for now. I don't know yeah, if he I think agreed. it might be. so he's still on his current deal from, from last season. All right. Fair enough. That's 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 interesting. Then yeah, the Jets, they they have all the pieces to, to to go deep in the AFC. They just have the they have a lot of people in their way with Buffalo and Kansas City and Cincinnati and those guys. So we'll see how it all shakes out for the Jets. Appreciate you guys for tuning into this episode of the Philly Pod. Talk some DeAndre Hopkins, talk some Winston Dallas and more on the matters. We'll be back with you guys later in the week to discuss whatever is going on at the time. Appreciate you guys for sticking with us through the dog days of the offseason and the summer. Hope you're enjoying your Memorial Day holiday. Be sure to follow me, Victor Williams, on all social media platforms at the Philly Pod. Do the same for Steven. Steven, where can the people find you and engage with you and all that fun stuff? That's Stephen Conrad Jr. on uh, everything. Instagram, TikTok. Uh, what else am I on? I'm on everything. Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This man's on Clubhouse. Go find him. Clubhouse? <laughs> Yo, remember those remember days? Those, that was a time. That was a time. Yes, be sure to go follow Stephen on everything else as well. Subscribe to the Philly Pod on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere else you get your shows. We'll catch you guys on the next ones. Until then, peace out from the Philly Pod. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.